Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Thank you for tuning in. Happy Thanksgiving, Matt, Sarah, and Jim Norton, of course. Mackenzie Dern is our, our guest on the phone. And we have a fun idea, and we preview some segments. And some of them are really good, and some of them... <laughs> Chaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Chewbacca? No. That's a slaughtered turkey. Oh, happy turkey day, everybody. I'm going to do that throughout the episode. Oh, you, nice. you don't like it now? You'll hate it soon. <laughs> it's, it's like, <laughs> he only does it when I grab him by his, his neck. Right? Here, get over here. Get over here. Get it. Get it. <laughs> what? I like being a turkey. Oh, uh, what a shit. day. Uh, we have a... Uh, we have a uh, a guest calling in uh, today. Mackenzie Dern is calling in. Before we, we talk to her, she'll be in shortly. Some updates on some news here. We're going yeah. to preview the Shanghai card, first card in Shanghai. We are also going to preview some segment ideas. What? We have not heard these ideas. We wanted to do it live on the show. Yeah. What do you mean segment ideas? Just fun little segments. Who came up with these, Chris? Uh, I, I I came up with uh, a number of them in conjunction with the UFC. Oh, okay, you know, great. That's a preemptive out. boo. Let's well, see. Boo, I, I'm not even listening. No, no. I should be. Listen. Listen. Chris, the way the Chris producers get upset about is that we're not giving. Are we, we're already Let's not give giving it a chance. A, we're not giving it a chance. Chris, I'm only. Kidding. I think you're going to like them. I think some of them. You are might be fun. right. No. Now, what are we looking to do? Spice it up around yeah. here with uh, UFC Unfiltered? Talk to me. Yeah, you know, I mean, we we just started filming the show, so I think we're going to be putting oh. some more videos out as time goes on. Sure. You know, you... these are like more clippable ah, parts of the show. Oh, right? I hope you got that oh, no. on film. Fucking Matt just spilled a gallon of coffee. I couldn't be happier. I couldn't be happier it's if like that a, was fucking plutonium. Like a, how did I do that? I don't know. You're just, you're a big guy. Oh, you're a little, dude, you're like, a, you're a big a, guy. You move, you, look, you knock it, things over. It couldn't, it landed. It didn't land anywhere on the desk. Yeah, it looks like me it after landed, a lap dance. It's, it's, it's like somebody sharded on my paper. Yeah, I almost It's exactly that. on all my notes. Yep, perfect. Jimmy? That's all right. Yeah, that was awesome. Go ahead. Do I look okay? You look great. It's just six gallons of coffee in front of you, and I'm, I'm sorry, thrilled no, to death. I, I didn't even... I don't know. You know what it was? I, I can't even... I, I'm not going to explain mm. it. I, you know what? I'll tell you what it was, Jimmy. Tell me, Matt. I, I usually, after training uh, in the morning... I feel a belch coming on. Oh, I'm trying to hide. I'm trying to. I know you can't with me. Uh, I'm sorry. I try. And I, it, I'm not going to make it to the button in time. Anyway, right. I, I usually. It's not that I'm sleeping like a hobo on the, on the train or something. With my feet up, but I usually put my head back and I got my glasses on, my headphones. I can get five to ten minutes, um, and it saves me. But today, I didn't, Jimmy. Oh, you do the right thing, Jimmy. You press the button and you have coffee. to do a little cough or something. So why didn't you're you, a professional. Why didn't you no, because it? it was standing room only. Standing oh. room only on the L-I-double-R. Crazy, huh? Yeah. I'm like, sometimes I look around, I get all fancy. I go, I don't deserve this. I was champion of the world. But then I go, you know why? This keeps me keeps me humble. Standing on the well, train. Well, champs will stand. You're damn right. I'm a fucking champ. I'll say. Thank you. That's what I said I'm, to him before. I'm like, where's the champ? I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm over here. I'm over here. I, I don't like when Chris the producer answers that, though. Listen, I had a, such a good time with Dean Thomas. I did, too. Dean day. was terrific. Right? Yeah. Did you guys have your pizza? 
We did have pizza. How was it? It was fun. It was delicious. Me and uh, and uh, I, I I like hanging out with Dean Thomas. And I gave uh, I gave my buddy Dana. Um, I, I did a little uh, video of me and Dean eating and saying, oh. you know, we, you know, we're eating. There's nothing wrong with uh, Penn Station pizza, but uh, we could be with you at a, uh, some nice restaurant who was shooting a show somewhere. But sure. you know, we'll stick to this slice of upside down Sicilian in Penn Station. It's just as good. Yeah, he's eating at a fucking five star restaurant. Did he respond? No, no, he did. He did. He was. He did. He wrote me back. He was with his family. He sent me another video. We're both saying we both. Uh, the, the camera's making our face look fat. Oh come on! Speaking stop of that, it. am I going to see? Because now that you're doing GoPros all over this place, uh-huh. I don't know how am I going to. I don't even know how I'm looking. This is you. So oh, it's a, it's where a, am I? I don't want to look at it now. I'm getting. How am I photographing? I'm going to have to wear sunglasses in here. Oh please, let's do that. Let's wear sunglasses like douchebags. <laughs> Sometimes guys <laughs> do it, Jimmy, to like for anxiety. Do you think some guys do it during interviews? And it's who who did? I've interviewed Anderson Silva when he had yeah. sunglasses. He wasn't a douchebag. But I'm saying, like, some guys I don't understand. Sometimes they might not think when they walk in, but I couldn't do an interview wearing sunglasses. Well, you seem like, because you kind of seem like an asshole if you do that. Mayweather might have. I don't remember. Yeah. No, we had uh, Sean Wayans in here. Yeah, he wore him, but he's not a douche. He's a good guy. No, he's a nice guy. Hey, I wanted to talk to you, man. This this case has been very interesting to me. Uh, I'm going to call Mackenzie, by the way. Just um, so I don't want to leave her hanging. All right, let's really do her. Quick, Mackenzie's fighting on the December 8th at, uh, on, uh, Invicta, yeah, she, uh, on Victor. In, Invicta. Invicta, she's fighting. Her debut uh, in, in Invicta FC against uh, uh, Kayleen uh, Medeiros? Medeiros. Medeiros, okay. All right. And this, was it uh, Kylene or Kayleen? Kayleen. And, and before Kayleen? that, she, she fought on... Uh, <laughs> Kelly, no, it's Kayleen. Kayleen, I'm this sorry. This is our first time fighting in Invicta. Yes, this is her this fifth is big for her. And she's young. How old is she's she? She's 4 now. She's 24. All right. She's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. Where she probably she loves you. Where does she train now? Her well, father she, is, is a black belt. He's like a fourth degree. World famous. Gracie black belt, yeah. Megaton Diaz, world famous. Oh, you know who he is? An OG in the jiu-jitsu game. Do you know him? Of course. I, I believe I know him. Yeah, I don't want to say I don't know him. But I don't want to say I know him well because I don't. But, but he's still alive. But he's, yeah. I know of him. Yeah, his name is, uh, yeah, yeah, Megaton Diaz. Yeah. <laughs> he's a fifth degree black belt under Hoyler Gracie. Wow. Wow. Oh, hello. Do we have Mackenzie? Uh, yeah. How are you? Good. How are you? Very good. Uh, where are you? I'm in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, okay. Uh, you grew, Are you from Arizona originally? Yeah, I was born in Arizona. Oh, you were born in Arizona. Okay. Are you still training with your dad? Uh, you're talking to Jim Norton and Matt Sarah, and Matt knows your dad. Hello, Mackenzie. How are you? Good, how are you? Good. Okay. Big fan of your dad, Megaton Diaz. Oh. He's a he's an OG in the jiu-jitsu game. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. big old school guy. Now, okay. did you have pressure coming, growing up, uh, to train uh, jiu-jitsu? Because I have three daughters, and I don't want to put pressure on them, but I definitely have them play around with me, and they're arm-locking me. And they're young. They're eight, six, and four. How old oh. were you when your father got you on the mats? And then how old were you when you got serious about it? Uh, like, my dad hadn't counted me since I was born, you know? So, basically, like, instead of, like, having the babysitter, it was just, like, like take me to the academy with him while he teaches class and stuff. So, like, I mean, I, I first started learning, you know, jiu-jitsu when I was three. Uh, but that's, you know, like, the little stuff, like, you know, how to fall, the mount, like, the little stuff, you know? Um, but he would just, like, it was, like, really just, like, a lifestyle, you know? It was never, like force anything like the same way you grow up like oh like the kids don't really ask like oh why do you have to go to school like we don't really have a choice you know like your parents just say okay like it's time to go to school you brush your teeth you eat yeah. breakfast like was well, the same thing like okay after school you go to jiu-jitsu you know like it's kind of weird for me when i found out that all the other kids didn't do jiu-jitsu too you know well that- <laughs> i was like oh wait i thought that everyone did that but he always let me do like other sports you know like i did like lots of different thing- activities you know like just as long as I did my jiu-jitsu too, you know? So. Well, would you think your dad too, because you're a daughter, and, and Matt too has daughter. Is it a way of like, you know, look, you're going to be dating someday. Your daughters will have boyfriends, and it's a great way to protect yourself too. If a, if a guy gets uh, fucking handsy, and you know how to put him in an arm lock or throw a Kimura, that's got to be helpful. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure, you know? But I think also too, just, um, you know, I always like kind of grew up with like, almost like so many big brothers and uncles, you know what I mean? Like, so it was just always a, a good environment, you know, like, I think he always just felt, you know, like, I always had all these guys, like, watching over me, you know, like, it was actually, like, kind of hard for me to ever get boyfriends, you know, because, <laughs> like, they were just so intimidated. <laughs> yeah, because you not only can you fight, you're you're very attractive and you can fight, but you're surrounded by alpha male black belt guys, so a regular guy, like a man like myself, <laughs> just say an average schlubby guy, would be very <laughs> uncomfortable hitting on a beautiful black belt who's surrounded by good-looking black belts. 
Yeah, but it's, it's good, you know, like, it's a great lifestyle, you know, like, uh, I, I did a lot of seminars with my dad, like, when I was 16, I did my first seminar, like, with him, it was his seminar, but, like, since I'm 16, he, like, was teaching me the ropes, like, how to teach, how to, like, talk with people, how to do all those things, you know, like, since I'm 14, like, we used to go work out together every day, you know, you know, before school, after school, all this stuff, so. I was definitely like a really, a really healthy lifestyle since the beginning. So do you date guys who are in jiu-jitsu that you train with or do you prefer to, to date? Like I prefer to date outside of my job. Like I don't date people that I work with or are you just more attracted to somebody who's kind of in that world? <laughs> I, it's not necessarily like more attractive. It's just that most of the people I see, I sure. interact all the time. Like it's, I don't know, like nothing against, I don't know, the guy at the grocery store, you know, but it, like I don't really like change like talk to him about you know anything you know so the more people i have contact end up being from jiu-jitsu but uh i mean my 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 boyfriend right now he's in jiu-jitsu he's a black belt in jiu-jitsu but uh definitely like i had told him you know like hey like before you i said that i wasn't going to date any more jiu-jitsu guys you know like i've been there that doesn't work out you know i want i want someone outside of the martial arts world you know (laughs) i don't i don't know i don't know how that would really work you know just I don't know if they will understand, you know, the lifestyle and everything like that. So, uh, you know, I don't feel like limits on people or anything like that. But definitely you think like the pros and cons of both, of both. If they understand what you do and then what if they totally don't understand what you do, you know? Well, I don't know any jujitsu and I'm dying to date a woman who's a black belt. So if we're ever out and there's a problem, I don't have to worry about it. I would love her to handle it. I'm looking for a woman who can handle it for me because I can't fight for shit. So I want a woman who can choke somebody out while I go, get him, honey. And I'll just stand there and hold her bag and coat. <laughs> You'll throw the shoe at them if anything. Yeah, believe me, I, I, I'm all for that. I will hide behind a woman in a second. Mackenzie, l- let me ask you now, jiu-jitsu competitions, that probably came natural to you. You're used to rolling at an early age and... And uh, with your father being a, uh, you know, jujitsu legend, <laughs> um, MMA, how, what made you want to try that out and, and take that, take that route? I, like, like I said, like, since I'm young, you know, I've always like trained with my dad and competed, you know, all the tournaments, like my dad always took me to compete and everything. He has always been like very against me to do MMA. You know, he always like said like, oh, you're too pretty, you know, like kind of that whole father daughter thing, you know, he didn't want to see me get punched in the face. Uh, he like everything I have, I, I think I'm like, a, I have a very, I'm very fortunate with everything I have, you know, uh, in my life, you know, and all that came from like my parents and just the academy and like seminars, you know, like, so he always like said like, look, you know, like we have like a good, a good life, you know, you don't need to like, you don't need to go and get punched in the face, you know, if, if you know, you can do like really good, like doing seminars and, and competing, you know, like, and all these things. So he was always like very for me to stay in jujitsu and like have my lifestyle or make my living with jujitsu. Uh, but, you know, like when I was in 2015, you know, I was 20 and like I basically like accomplished all my goals like in one year, you know, it was like a great year. Uh, and like before that year, I was training MMA just to help my jujitsu training, you know, like I wanted one more training during the day, you know, like was help pushing my cardio and was like a different aspect that I was adding to my jiu-jitsu uh, and that was like the MMA training and everyone at the MMA uh, the MMA lab where I train MMA they always like you know like kind of like man you know you should try you know you do good you know like always telling me to go to like to the pro team practices you know like I was just doing the wrestling practices you know with the pro team not the the stand-up ones you know so yeah. then I started to do it and once I kind of like accomplished all, all my goals in jiu-jitsu you know like of course I love jiu-jitsu you know so I want to stay and keep competing in jiu-jitsu but it's kind of like, you know, like everything that Rhonda did, you know, she like really opened up the doors for the women, like was kind of like a big, um, you know, like a big calling. Like a lot of women were being, having the opportunity to get into it. And they, I thought like, man, I'm young right now, you know, like I can try it. If anything, I can always go back to jujitsu, you know. So I think once I was able to accomplish all those goals, you know, like you're just always kind of like looking for more, more things to accomplish, more things to like, you know, to do, you know, and, and in jujitsu, like I was kind of like, once you're a black belt, you, it's hard to see the progression, you know. You don't see right. like, those big steps when you're going, like, white to blue, blue to purple, purple to brown belt, you know. At black, you you see progression, but it's very, like, little, you know. And yep. I was missing seeing, like, that white belt again where you, like, see the difference, like, one week to another week to and another week. And you feel week. the accomplishment of jumping to that next belt. 
Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's like they've offered me red belts. I just turn them down every time. I'm like I don't deserve it. I've never taken a class. So uh, let me. What are your thoughts? You get a guy like Damian Maya, who's very jujitsu based and has had tremendous success in MMA. Is that the type of guy you kind of aspire to be? The type of fighter? Yeah, for sure. Like definitely, if I can go into a fight and get like the least amount of damage as possible, you know, I think that's totally like what I'm looking for. You know, I definitely don't want to like break my nose or stuff like that. You know. But I don't know. I think, like, Damien, he's so calm, you know, and, like, I'm a very, like, it's very hard for me to get mad at someone, so I'm pretty calm. But I don't know. I have, like, a like a little fire inside of me, you know. Sure. <laughs> like, so, like, I think deep inside, I'm kind of like a fighter. Like, you know, like, of course, I want to go to the ground and submit and represent you just as best as possible. But at the same time, like, I like more and more I see myself, like, like, I'm not scared of getting punched, you know, like, even in our, in our sparrings, you know, like, of course, I like, I'm I'm blinking sometimes, you know, like, when you punch, but, yeah. like, I don't get punched and step back, you know, like, I get punched and keep moving forward, you know, so, definitely, I'm not scared of the fight, uh, not that they're scared of the fight or anything, but, you know, like, I'm... You're not I scared of I, getting hit. Yeah, you know, and I think I'm, and I never thought that I would be like that, you know, but I think more and more I'm getting, like, I'm becoming more of, like, a fighter, you know, like a real fighter that's like, oh, well, doesn't care if they punch and stuff like that. Well, did you see uh, Fabrizio Verdum just fought and uh, he, he was almost entire for five rounds stand-up. And he's very comfortable with it, as you know, because he's not afraid of being taken down. Did you watch, have you noticed, I don't know how much of Verdum's fights you watch, but how much more comfortable he has gotten just doing pure stand-up over the years? Oh yeah, for sure. And that's like, that's how I think a little bit um, doing stand up how I'm going to end up being you know a little bit not like I'm going to be you know very doomed but you know a little bit like because like in the training that's what they're pushing me all the time it's like stand up stand up stand up stand up all the time all the time Uh, you know and of course I don't want to like let my jiu-jitsu go down so I'm always training like jiu-jitsu but uh, just like man we're trying to do the stand up so much and I I feel myself just getting way more comfortable standing up you know and everyone tell, tell me like they always do the whole like Ronda Rousey thing, you know, like oh don't be like Ronda and think you're a stand up fighter, you know, like it's not like that. But you know, like the more comfortable you get, the more like when the opportunity comes, you know, we'll take to the floor, you know, and be able to submit and something like that, you know. But I think the more comfortable we are, and yeah, that's like when we get more dangerous all around. Well, you have to like be that. able to do. You have to be. They said don't think you'd be like Ronda and think you're a stand up fighter. But to me, that was what cost her because everybody knew exactly what she was going to do. I mean, look at even Maya against Woodley. I mean, he did press stand up as much as he could. I mean, it wasn't uh, a lot, but I mean, he was pressing the stand up action more than Woodley was. Yeah, but it's all how you put it together. And um, I think what Mackenzie's saying is that she's going to be dangerous up yeah. there, even if she's not going to try to make it a stand up fight. She's getting from A to B. She could land something to um, hurt her opponent. Is that right, Mackenzie? Yeah, for sure. You know, like I think, uh, like you said, you know, it's like, at least for now, my first couple of fights that I've had, you know, it's like, I feel like they know that I'm like such a ground girl, you know? And so like, it's almost like, of course it's a fight, but I feel like I take one step forward and they take like 10 steps back, you know? Like they don't really want to come into contact so much, you know? Like they go away from me so far because of the takedown you know like they just don't want to go to the ground but you know like it's going to be easier to go to the ground when they kind of like are thinking about the stand-up a little bit more you know like oh man okay she kind of punches hard you know like i have to be careful with the stand-up too you know what i mean stuff like that so i think the same like as long as they don't know exactly what i'm gonna do you know like i think right now i'm still pretty like one trick pony a little bit, you know, like they just think I'm going to like, they just know I'm going to the ground and stuff like that. It's yeah. an honest thing to say. Well, I think she's, they <laughs> think, they think that she's the one trick pony. Oh, okay. Your, she's not saying she's the one. Oh, trick okay. Pony. I thought you were saying, the, I'm like, wow, <laughs> that's a pretty honest thing to say. Okay. No, that's good. So, I <laughs> Thank mean, you, if, Matt, for clearing that up. If they are so, <laughs> if they are so I mean, worried, no, go ahead, go it's ahead. Not, it's not like I'm, I'm just winning like with the, like the same submission, you know, like not just like all arm bars, anything like that, you know, but, like definitely, I mean, anyone who fights I me, mean, they know for sure I, I'm a I'm a jujitsu girl, you know. Like, you know, I still like kind of. I think if people know, like, oh, they're gonna like put so much pressure. Of course, my first like reaction is gonna like try to take to the ground, you know. Like yeah. as soon as I see like, man, I'm not doing good standing up, you know. But it's different too. If I feel comfortable, like my last fight, like I felt a couple of the punches connecting, you know, and like you start to grow in the fight, you know, like oh man, like okay, I can do this standing up too, you know what I mean? So and, and I think that's just, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, Go ahead, Matty. I, no, no, I was just going to say, with your jujitsu <laughs> background and with your jujitsu, like you, it's very freeing standing up where you can really let loose with your strikes without the fear of getting taken down because you're so good where 
you know, hey, this girl can end up mounted on you. Most likely you can get out and end up in a, a superior position. You know what I mean? So that's a, yeah, that's yeah. a, a very freeing feeling. Um, cause I, you know, I came up a similar way, you know, I came up, I had that really the, the jujitsu uh, background and yeah, I was, yeah. uh, I had on the job training with the, uh, with the striking, you know, I was already in the big show <laughs> and I had to get my, my clock, my hours in, um, and get the sparring in just to feel comfortable. It takes so long. People don't realize how long it takes to get comfortable taking a shot and giving a shot and just in that. Um, in that realm of just striking, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you know what? I'll tell you, having that jujitsu background is a huge benefit to you because you could let loose. You could let loose up there, and if they take you down, hey, that that doesn't really hurt you too bad. Yeah, exactly. Like even sometimes, like I do some crazy like kicks, you know, and like yeah. you know, they can't like they'll like not laugh at me like, oh man, you're so bad, but they laugh like kind of like, oh well. Like, I kind of can't do that, you know, in the spark because if they, like, you know, if they catch my leg or if I fall, you know, yeah. it's okay, you know, like, I'm at home there. <laughs> uh, I wanted to ask you, too, uh, before I forget, you've, uh, you're fighting back at uh, strawweight again. Your last flight was at flyweight. You've had trouble with, with strawweight a little bit. I think you've missed uh, weight two out of the three. And, and is it just a difficult weight for you to make? And what is causing you to go back to it as opposed to taking uh, another fight at uh, flyweight? Yeah, uh, like for sure, one fifteen is like hard for me to make. Even like in jujitsu, I've only made one fifteen uh, once, you know, uh, or twice in like my whole jujitsu career. I, I usually fight at one thirty, you know. So, um, but like my very first fight, I made one fifteen. Then the second two, uh, I didn't make one fifteen. Then we decided to do this one twenty five, uh, just because like I came from ABCC camp, and uh, you know, like we wanted to give it a try. But I think, like, a lot of people even thought, like, even though I felt good, and it was kind of good, like, to have, like, a kind of a camp where I didn't have to think, like, of course, I thought about my weight, you know, but I did, like, I could actually concentrate on, like, trying to get better right now, you know, and I think right now I'm at such a time where I'm trying to evolve so much, then maybe, like, when I'm in the future, like, in the UFC and, like, way more comfortable with my whole, as overall athlete, you know, then I can, like, focus way more, um, like, on my diet and not be like so nervous that like doing my camp instead of like trying to like man i need to like learn these combinations and this and that you know i can like you know let things flow you know the trainings are way more flowing and then i can concentrate more on my diet so we, we decided like to let's try 125 maybe like i'll like it but i think most people saw like even on my last fight like the girls uh 125 they're way bigger than me you know like i'm like curvy you know but i'm short and and you know like my my re uh, reach and length wise i'm way more like a 115 or you know so right. uh now we, we we think that like in the ufc like that's the main goal like 115 will be the best division for me uh just like size wise and all that stuff uh so that's why like we decided to go down to 115 because you know like pretty soon we want to go to the ufc so we need to show like that i can make that weight again you know yeah because you don't want to um, you don't want to not make the weight because like you know like habib missed weight a couple of times i think and it's like oh, that could cost you a championship fight because they're going to be afraid to put you in a big fight because like if she doesn't make the weight the fight is off you don't want to get a reputation of not making the weight it can hurt you yeah exactly you know so like for sure uh this next fight it's like so much pressure but I don't know. I don't know if, like, because I just fought um, October 13th, um, I don't know. I'm feeling like my weight is really, like, of course, 115 is going to be hard, you know? Like, I already have my mind mentally prepared, you know? Like, the next, the last, you know, like, six pounds is going to be, like, uh horrible. When is your fight? When is your fight? Sorry. Uh, December 8th. Oh, December 8th. Okay. December. So, but, like, uh, this time, like, two weeks out from a fight, then my la my first three ones, like, my weight is way better than it was the other one. So, uh, I don't know if, like, maybe just my weight is a little bit more lower because of the fight I just did. Uh, I don't know, but I'm feeling way better and just being able to train lighter. I'm training at a lighter weight in general the last couple of weeks, so I'm feeling a lot more confident about this, you know, but I know it's still going to be a big battle um, in the future. And, and, of course, I don't know, too, because the last couple of months I haven't done really any, like, jiu-jitsu tournaments, you know. Like, everyone always asks me, like, when are you going to come in 100%, you know, like, to MMA? And I've always, like, was back and forth, back and forth, like, MMA and doing, like, some jiu-jitsu tournaments. MMA and doing jiu-jitsu tournaments. So, uh, besides ADCC, I just stayed, like, this whole camp here in Phoenix. And so I'm feeling like that's really helped me a lot. 
Well, okay. I'm, I'm psyched. Listen, I'm short and curvy. I'm short and curvy too. I'm I'll ro- say you are. I'm rooting for you. I can't wait to see you in there. If you told, tell your dad I said hello, if he remembers me from back in the day. Yes, definitely. He's, yeah, no. he's told me about you before, you know, so I'll see him now pretty soon in yeah, like 20 minutes. So I'll de- definitely tell him about Definitely. You. <laughs> and and I'm, I know we're going to be watching, Mackenzie. Yeah. And if you're ever in New York, you, you come visit us in studio. Yes, definitely. I really hope so. It will be like a, a big pleasure. All right, well, you're very nice, and uh, good luck to you, 4-0, fighting December the 8th, uh, and you're back down at uh, at uh, Strawweight. So good luck making that, and good luck with the fight. We'll definitely talk to you again. Good luck, Mackenzie. Thank, thank you so much. Thanks for talking to me, guys. All, All right, Mackenzie Dern, thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Yeah, sure. Very, but that's a tough nice. weight. I mean, if, if it's hard to make the weight, that's a... You don't want to. You don't want to not make it more like, like you know, again. Hendricks is Hendricks, but well, you he was know, champion. You so know, I love jujitsu, and say. I love jujitsu and MMA. Yes, and uh, short and curvy, just like me. I'm kind of not curvy. I'm kind of just a. Oh, uh, you're I'm, short. I'm and a curvy. curve. No, you're not. You're fucking. <laughs> you're short curve. and curvy. You're like a fucking. You're like a painting from the 1600s. That's. I don't know how to take that. Look, I don't. Just like the other day when you go, yeah, you look fine to me, and I'm like, yeah, thanks, Jimmy. Everybody else looks like a fat fuck. I didn't say that to him. Yeah. He said that. I didn't say that. Well, that's Chris Christopher Jesus. No, now he knows that. why I get hurt. Hey, listen. I want to, Vulcan owes it was the mirror. I want to talk about this for a second. Yeah. Because uh What? It's uh what? there's new details in this whole thing where oh, he's is it really? knocking out a guy oh, in Florida. Shit. Tell me about that. Uh, the the alleged victim has told police that he went outside after hearing that a friend of his had been knocked out oh. following a verbal altercation with Uzdemir. Upon asking who knocked out his friend, the alleged victim says he looked up and was hit in the face. Now Maybe that's true, maybe it's not. Now, the alleged victim says he lost consciousness for 14 minutes. That sounds like something Ustabir could do. And was taken to the hospital, and he was treated for concussion symptoms and given multiple staples for lacerations. Okay. He said people present outside told him it was Vulcan Uzdemir who hit him. So he, uh, the UFC is aware of the arrest, they're looking into it. And uh, Cormier did comment. He said it's tough to be going through this type of thing, especially at this time when you're on the cusp of the biggest moment of your career. I don't know what happened. Maybe it was self-defense, but because he is who he is, it's much worse because he has ability to sleep dudes who are trying to hit him. To me, that makes it much better if you can sleep dudes. Who said the whole sleep dudes? Cormier. Oh, okay. You never know what's happening, but even in these run-ins, that's really unneeded, especially when you're a young guy as Vulcan is and you're on the cusp of something so big for the first time in your career. So basically saying, like, you don't have to do that. But who knows what happened? Like, if there's two guys talking shit, the instinct is... Who's saying he doesn't have to do it? Cormier might have been said it might have been unneeded. Like he might have been saying he overreacted. Like, Cormier was just saying generally, like when you're in this position, when you're in your twenties and yeah. you're going to fight for the championship, you don't yeah. want to be knocking Try guys out in a bar. hundred percent, but nobody knows the details. That's yeah, yeah, they're important. figuring it out. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, he's so, being general. Yeah, I mean, listen. Obviously, you don't want to hit anybody. You yes, you do. I would people. love to. <laughs> but I'm unless, unless you make a certain amount of money, then I think you get a pass on smacking people. Yes, that's the, but that's yeah. something else. But we'll talk about that another time. But uh, we talked about that enough. Can I? Uh, can I just say this? By the way, just a just a legit plug for that uh, that Invicta card. That is December eighth. It's at eight p.m. live on Fight Pass. You can watch that whole card, the Invicta twenty six card. Are they the main event? I'm going to watch. She's that not f- the main event. No. I'm watching that from from Fresno. Oh, Cal- that's right. Right. Is that where I'm going to be vacationing. I'm gonna be yeah. I got Aljo and Marab fighting, man. That's a vacation. That's a that's a that's a, a working vacation. It certainly is. Well, it's a good time. I like my guys a lot. <laughs> Staring at me, that's Jimmy. What you just said what? He said I like my guys a lot. I like my my. my why are you making weird? My <laughs> guy, my fighters. <laughs> You're staring at me, Jimmy. I wanted Jimmy, to talk because I wanted to bounce something off you. Bounce it right off me. It's something you and Dean Thomas talked about that I oh, sounded like I was out of Dean line. Dean Thomas is my friend. By the way, very important. I don't want to cut you off. Okay. No more Splenda? What? Oh, there's a bag right here. All right. He's well, pointing at a scrotum. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, there's a bag of it. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's raining. It's raining. Throw it at me. Throw it at me. Now, Matt, you, you had commented that yes? uh, you talk thought Colby Co- uh, Covington was wrong. So here's what Colby Covington, this is the update on the situation. I don't necessarily think he was wrong to call the cops. I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Uh, He said he was tweeting Woodley and doing all this stuff. He goes, uh, he goes, uh, he's looking down at his phone. The next thing you know, he gets hit in the face. He goes, I stumbled into the middle of the road and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I look up and it's Fabrice Verdum. He goes, he's walking at me with his coach, Rafael Cordero. They're both screaming at me, you're going to die, we're going to kill you. They're walking at me like they're going to jump me. He said, I already got attacked once, meaning Verdum had punched him. He said, Fabricio's still yelling at me, I'm going to kill you for the comments you made. The next thing I know is he picks up this big wooden-ass boomerang 
and chucks the fucking boomerang at my face. That was the event. I walked away. I called the police because I had to get the tape evidence. There's a couple of people who saw it out there. John Wood saw it. The UFC was believing Verdum's side. I'm like, I'm not going to take tit for tat, my word versus his, because no one's going to fucking believe me. They're going to believe this fucking chump gorilla who's a wannabe aging fighter over me because he's been in the company longer. That's called politics. No one was going to give me videotapes or believe my side. So I had to get the videotapes from the hotel. And the only way I could get the videotapes from the hotel is if I called the police and filed a police report. Sure enough, I filed a police report. I gave an accurate statement. I said everything truthful to the law. And that's how the videotapes came about. It sucks because these people are making assumptions. Oh, Kobe, call the cops Covington. But most of them were saying, oh, Kobe, you're a snitch. How the fuck are you going to call him a filthy animal and then I expect to get into a fucking fight? I'm like, you don't know my side of the story. I'm just laughing in my head. At the end of the day, the truth will come to light. He can't hide behind that lie forever. That makes perfect sense. Look, I don't. even if you're a fighter... If a heavyweight comes up and punches you in the face when you're not looking, that's fucking dirty. Now, I'm sorry. Yeah, but wait, listen. That's dirty. So far and you can't got, pick up a piece of wood and oh, throw it at the guy's head. No, we got two sides now. That's but, the thing. Yeah. But one guy wanted the tapes. One guy said, I'll file the police report so we get the tapes. Yeah. Well, obviously, the guy that got hit's going to be... not. The, why, why is Verdun want anything out of that? Well, if he was telling the truth. But I mean, like, if you pick up a wooden boomerang and well, throw man, it at I mean, a guy's head... Point, well, I don't think they got the... Do they have the film of him... Getting punched to begin with? They might. They might. If they the do, hotel. if they do, then I'll take back my statement. Yeah, but, he'll be saying that's going to be released. He right. said, I'll release it soon or but, whatever. But, but, but also, even if they didn't, even if it went down the way Verdum said, yeah. my problem is if you take a fucking piece of wood yeah. and throw it at a guy's head, like I get that he said Brazilians are filthy yeah. animals and that's shitty. I think they were already hitting each other at that point, though. Maybe, maybe. But I, if you, again, kicked them that's something I should have to do because I can't fight. Yeah. When you're the ex-heavyweight well, champion... I don't think he could get close to him. There was people there. Well, again, then you can't yeah. get close to him. You can't pick yeah. up a piece of wood and throw it at a guy's well, look, fucking skull. A lot, a lot has to be... Uh, Fighter uh, or none. Well, a lot really uh, depends on if uh, the guy started... Who, who had that shit start off? Absolutely. Like, but if Verdun yeah, came up and shoved him and they yeah. were talking shit, that's different. That's like the fighter's code, like Dean said. Like, you know, yeah. all right, guy comes up and shoves you. What yeah. the fuck? But if you're if you're fucking if you're arguing and then he picks up wood and throws it at your head, yeah, well he's saying he was like looking at his phone, he's got punched in the face. He said he was tweeting fucking Tyron Woodley, talking shit to Woodley, <laughs> and all of a sudden he got punched in the face. He probably thought, wow, man, that's a powerful tweet. Yeah, he, he got tweeted back. Yeah, I don't know, so let's go with that. You know what I think? Yeah, give me something. No, you know what I think of that joke? I think yeah. of that. Yeah, I'm sorry, oh, I tried. Come on, not true. I tried. Not true at all, Matt. That was right. terrific. <laughs> now, do we have any segment ideas? Co- what? Yeah, but you know what? I would love for UFC fans to hear about. Oh, you know what? All right. Chris is coming out of the closet. Hey, listen, Chris. <laughs> no big listen, deal. I'm sorry. I said jump right before I, the holidays. I hate for your uh, your newlywed bride to find out this way, but. Uh, she already knows. Okay. She's a she, good egg. she doesn't listen to this. She has his beard. Listen, Matt. You know, you, Matt and I were hugging before. We hugged before the show. We laughed. You know, so man, man, you know, man, ass out hug. Matt said to me, "What's the best way to buy and rent all your favorite games?" And I pinched oh, his God. cheeks. I said, "Gamefly." I love Gamefly. And he said, "Why?" I said, "Matt, because it puts these uh, these games where they belong in the hands of gamers who yes. love him." I'm a gamer. Matt, you love video games, right or wrong? A hundred percent right, Jimmy. And Matt was saying to me, he "Goes, dude, I don't want to waste my money buying this year's game titles before I know if it's worth it." I said, sure. "Matt." And we laughed because I said his name real loud. I said, Matt, with Gamefly, you have access to all the newest game releases and you can keep them as long as you want. He goes, yeah, but Jimmy, are there late fees or due dates? I said, Matt, never. He goes, "Uh, what do you got to do? I said, all you got to do is go to Gamefly.com. You pick out your favorite game. And he goes, there's got to be 5,000 titles. I said, there's over 9,000. We laughed. We hugged again. A couple of friends. (laughs) Good time. And he goes up, but I don't want to drive and pick him up. I said, Matt, they deliver him right to your door. That's the best thing about Gamefly. That's what you said to me. I'm saying it again. I know. Then he said, then he said to me, Matt, what did you say there? Just remember, you remember what you said to me? Uh, at the at the very end? Yeah, what did you say right there? I said, I'll, I'll, Jimmy, I'll tell you. He got no. mad at <laughs> <laughs> No, Matt. What? Jimmy, I said, Jimmy, I go, Jimmy, I go, what games are available? I'll, I'll tell you. Madden 18, Assassin's Creed Origins, NBA 20, uh, 2K18, Call of Duty, oh. WW2, which just released on November 3rd, by the way. You can get games like yeah. these for as little as 54 cents a day. Always free shipping. And then Matt goes, yeah, but they're not going to let me cancel. I said, Matt, anytime you can cancel. Jimmy, yeah. y- you had me at Call of Duty. I know I did. Okay. You never have to leave your house to worry about the game you want to bring out of stock at your local retailer. Now, you can rent movies from Gamefly, too. 
Here's a special offer for UFC Unfiltered listeners. You go to Gamefly.com slash UFC. You start your free premium 30-day trial. The premium trial allows you to check out two games and or movies at a time. The usual first free month offer is only one game at a time. You can get this offer by visiting Gamefly.com slash UFC. They're a great friend to UFC Unfiltered. So do that. Help us out. And it's also a great, great service. Go sign up and start playing all your favorite games today. Absolutely free for 30 days. Gamefly. I love Gamefly. Uh, you know, I like games in general because I, you know, you you know me, and you know that um, absolutely. There's one thing about me is that I like to I like to have a good time. I know that's what's hurting our relationship. I'm like, stop playing games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but listen, no, seriously. So we like to have fun here. On, yes, we do. Uh, on UFC, the Unfiltered. proverbial ball. So, uh, you know, so Chris, the producer, came to us and he goes, oh, "I got some new segments." That's I don't know how to do a Chris, the producer. That was a Ray Longo. That was Ray Longo, the producer. I know one impersonation, and it's Longo. I'll do anyway. Chris said he had some segment ideas for us, and I'm like, "Why don't we say it on air?" I don't think I said that. Who said that? You? I did. Okay. But what did Chris say about? What did Chris say? I'm not gonna remember shit. What did Chris say? Was, what did you say if it was a bad segment idea? I said if you really hate one, it's like, all right, but we could, t- you know, we could talk about that after the show. And what did I say? He <laughs> yeah. said, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. We're going to trash yeah. it on the air. Yeah. No, no, if we absolutely hate it. And then I, I thought that would be fun is if we asked the audience, what did they think of all these ideas? And what would they like? That's a great point. But uh, well, actually, it's not a, really a democracy, though. We're gonna yeah, think but I would like, like to know what the audience wants to know. <laughs> there you go. There's also some that the audience could get involved with, you know, as we'll okay. see. Okay. Oh, that's so, that's so much fun. That is. All right, so let's. How are we starting this? Well, I'll just throw some out to you guys. I we'll got to go one by one. Oh, all right. So I, listen, let's keep, keep everybody, everybody in suspense. suspense. I'll yeah. be two seconds. Two, I'm going to go pee pee too. I almost shit my pants before. Yay. That was wonderful. Uh, all right, now let, I want to go with these segment ideas. What are some of these segment ideas? What do you think of that? I don't know, Chris. Over there typing, okay. fucking right. lollygagging. Um, all right, so we went over a bunch. So there's a couple of games mixed in, just a couple, whatever. We'll just start from the beginning. Okay. So the opening round segment, which obviously it's cute, right? There's an opening round of every fight. Uh, it could okay. be where we already kind of do it, but it would just be like more of a formal thing where I would throw out kind of like rapid fire. Did you, wait, hold on. Did you give the name of it? It's called opening, opening round. round. Yeah. All right. This is going to be called opening round. Okay. So what happens? Uh, I would just throw out like the general discussion topics that I have on the rundown for you guys, MMA news, ask you kind of questions about that stuff, more just formalize what we already kind of do with the new stuff. So you're going to throw the questions out? Yeah, potentially. Yeah. How would, the, how would this segment go? Let's start. Let's try it. Okay. okay. Uh, so... News from Jose Aldo, uh, UFC 218 featherweight title rematch with Max Holloway. He had uh, some interesting things to say about how the first fight went and how it might be different in the second fight. Oh, uh, is this, wait, Here's on, what's oh. happening. Chris wants to be on the podcast more. <laughs> yeah, He's yeah. giving himself segment ideas. <laughs> but that's not bad. That's kind of like the news, what we do now. Sure. Right. Do you want to answer that? Are we answering that? Okay, let's do, do it again. I'll show you how we're going to handle that. All right, let's do it again. So Jose Aldo had some interesting things to say about how his UFC 218 featherweight title rematch with Max Holloway would go as compared to the first fight. I oh. know. Fuck, oh, I read the sheet. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, exactly. That's how that could go. Yeah. It's called the rundown. All right, but debatable. Okay. But really quick, though. What, For what, what, round now, one. Now you got me curious, though. What, what did he say? Well, he was saying after the first fight, yeah, uh, well, 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 which you had brought up. Well, he had a leg injury. Yes, that he wasn't throwing a lot of leg kicks I did in the first that. fight. All right. And uh, Andre Pedneris, his coach, had said, you know, he had a little bit of an injury that he was going into the fight. And now he feels he's 100% healthy. His Muay Thai is feeling great that he's going to be, you know, a little bit different going into the second fight. Sure, sure. Got my money. Go ahead. Now, what's another segment? So it's called opening round. Yeah. Mm. All right. That's a keeper because that's basically the fucking news. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy. Yeah, it is. Okay. Okay, Great. So we could do we're going to do fight picks. I think we should do that. Oh, la, la. <laughs> okay. More seriously, and we can, you know, I can keep track of it, and we can tally it up and all that stuff. Can we do it for the last week's card? <laughs> yeah, that'd be really easy, yeah. Um, so we can do that. No, I'd still get half of them wrong. <laughs> all right. We could do that one of two ways. One way we could do it where we just straight up pick the winner, the round that they're going to win, and how they're going to win uh, for, like, a selection of fights, three fights, four fights, whatever. All right, so we're not doing this with every single fight. Things off the main card are particularly interesting. Yeah. Um, or the other way we could do it is where we could set up a particular criteria that we're going to pick on. So say for like, uh, whatever, December, we're just going to pick submissions. Whoever can get the most picks for submissions for the month would win as opposed to... That'd be Matt Sarah would kill me in that one. Wait, 
confused. That's like lining up a bunch of women and saying, guess which one has a dick? I mean, I'm a, I'm a shoo-in. <laughs> He's going to be the He's going to be the champ. Uh, no one's taking that title. No, we're kidding. But my thing is, uh, but wait, we, are, we, are we guessing on who's doing the submissions? Or? Right. So like, say we're going into a, a, a card that has Damian Maya on it. You would choose, say we pick three people from each card. You would choose Damian Maya if we were going for whoever could pick the most submissions that are going to going to happen in the month. What's the name of this segment? Uh, this was, I mean, with no name for this. Pick them. Yeah, with pick em, em, with sure. a slash over yeah, the E. Absolutely. <laughs> What's the the first way to guess? We we pick a couple of fights who we think is going to win. Yeah, the first way could be you would just pick the winner, the round, and how they win. You know that that's, that's like the lot. traditional way to do. It's it. It's hard enough to pick a winner, much less the yeah, round. Who am I? Who is it? Fucking Ali. Oh, wait, so wait, so it that's doesn't. Ca- it doesn't. We, it doesn't. It only counts. If we pick it's the all round the and how, that's a rough fucking. It depends. It depends which way we want to go with that. You know, because instead of submissions, it could be long, uh, shortest amount of fight time. I'll do. I'll do a, a Phoenix know. pick. He'll win with something on the floor. Thanks, Phoenix. <laughs> she was right. By the yeah. way, I was thinking that when GSP won. On the that's run. like somebody. He'll win with something standing up on their feet. Yeah, you gotta no, be a little true. bit more. But no, you know, maybe that's it. no because there's too many options. What are you? What are you gonna say? Gonna oh, guillotine choke or fucking uh, Kamara? Like, there's too yeah. many armor. There's too many ways that most of these guys can finish you. So it's it's like literally no one's ever gonna get it right unless it's lucky. Well, you could say submit. We could just limit it to submission on the ground out, or standing you know, or up de- decision. You know, and we're not. But we're, so we're not going down to the round or this or that. That's yeah. too much because you're never gonna get it. No one's ever getting. No this. one's ever gonna okay. get. Well, it. Well, they could get it once in a while, but it'd be like picking, ah, dude. Picking winners is hard enough. Right. Picking who's gonna win the fight is hard enough. Picking more than one winner on a fight is is is. You so know. the game is going to be called pick them, and all we're doing is saying who's going to win. What? I'm still confused. I I, I think just could, the you, tie, could you straighten this thing out? Yeah, Chris. Help all right, let's yeah, go to well, the next I'll one. I'll be much more clear about it when we're actually doing right. it. But generally, yeah, we're going to have like a more uni- uniform way to pick fights, and we can keep track of it for the month, and we can see who wins, and you know, keep track. of All it. right. So cool. so far, we got two things. One is opening round, which is basically the news, right? Yeah. And we talk about the news. That's fine. Opening round. It doesn't have to be the opening segment in the. It doesn't have to be the opening of a fucking show. Well, I feel like that's where it makes sense, right? Opening round. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So then we got two right there. Perfect. I'm happy with both of them, even though I hate picking things. But what am I going to do? I'm definitely going to be biased when it's, it's my fun. Guys. Well, that's where people can, you know, our fans can get involved and they can make their picks, yeah. and maybe even potentially we could have a fan pick along with us, like uh, you know, for the month or whatever, and they can be involved, but. All stuff to be figured out. Very now, interesting. Go ahead. Another one, this is hypotheticals, right? Very simple. I throw out a hypothetical scenario, and you guys would pick which scenario you'd rather be the case. Now, and I have an example of that. Okay. Let me see. Dude, um, listen to me. Hypothetical right now, scenarios. I'm very skeptical right off the bat, Jimmy. Why? Well, how come? Because I smell lemonade, but I'm, not, I'm trying to stay positive. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to think. Okay. Hypothetical. It reminds... I know what it reminds me of right what? now. Because it's, it's there was um, a comic book, Jimmy. It was called What If. So like, what if uh, Wolverine uh, beat the Hulk? Oh, what if? And then, oh my God. What year is that for? That's old, right? I regularly remember that. Don't make me feel old. Jimmy. No, no, no. But that's I, an old. you hurting my feelings. Was what if the name of the series? Well, yeah. Because it'd be like, what if uh, Superman had this? Well, yeah. Well, it was actually Marvel. it was a Marvel thing. So uh, please don't. What don't. if Spider-Man worked in the grocery store and never get bit by the spider? So things like that. of that nature. No, that was actually a fun. Actually, now that I think about it, I really like that. What, what if thing. the thing bought a hat, but he yeah. left it somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that, that it started in 1977. That's, though, that's, that's not a good. Uh, what if? Uh, you know? I just looked it up. What yeah. if the Silver Surfer had a skateboard and didn't know what to do? That, mm. These are not good comic. This is not good. Uh, what titles. if the Hulk shorts weren't purple? Uh, he was wearing a suit. I don't want to play this game with you. This Why not? Game. What if uh, the X Men were, were a different letter, the Y of some sort? No, no, the X Men. Uh, you're not enjoying my version. The X Gene. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Anyway, go ahead. What, were you what if? <laughs> it's not going to be called what if. It could, maybe it'd be I like what, what if. if. All right. No, yeah, that we're biting that hypothetical off scenario. Okay, but go ahead. So here's a hypothetical. Scenario. Let's hear. Fedor Emelianenko came to the UFC and became the greatest heavyweight champion of all time, but Brock Lesnar never came to the UFC. Which reality would you rather? <laughs> That's just an example. You Let know. me see. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. I hate it. I hate you for bringing it up. I want to walk out. So 
<laughs> Joe, I don't want to. I'm canceling my subscription. You don't like it? To the UFC Unfelt. I'm not playing that game. You don't like it? What if Fedor came over <laughs> on a boat and he came over and he wore his sweater and he wore that sweater that everybody loved? Oh, fuck you. No, we shouldn't say this on the podcast. We should talk about it later. <laughs> no. I don't <laughs> like this game all right i hate this game more than i hated anything but hold on i, I kind of like this i think we should no, play it once a week. no jimmy hypothetical scenario oh my god what if ken shamrock he'll hook fucking his gravy <laughs> fuck you so right. matt you don't like that one i do not want to play that game i i am just <laughs> bothered by you bringing this game to everybody's attention i hate this game i hate okay. i fucking hate this game so much <laughs> I'd rather hang out with Chip Chipperson for the fucking. Fuck yeah! Let's play hypothetical scenario. It's no, 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 like garbage. I take that back immediately. Uh, yeah, but listen. Wait, wait. What no, if the stop. Wolverine had a fucking UFC or something? I'm done. Uh, that's a good question, Chip. If he had a what? <laughs> Fought in the UFC with his claws and shit in it. Well, what if he had? He just had the healing factor. See, once I stop, do you playing realize it, I like you're, it. you're now playing? You're now playing hypothetical scenario with Chip. <laughs> I know, what if that's the segment? Wait. What if it's Chip asks Matt? Oh, hypothetical UFC questions. would hate that. WME would. Yeah. Dump us. Exactly. I don't know. If, yeah, Dana uh, wouldn't go for that. Either. What do you guys? Either what the fuck would is I? And I'm half the show. But the thing is this: mm-hmm. I don't think I like the hypothetical <laughs> game. Right. I hey, think it's fine. the worst <laughs> game ever. I actually in the history it. of games, it's up there with fucking the worst thing possible. How about hypothetical matchups? Would you have hated if he said? What do you think would have happened if Fedor fought Brock? I would rather you put okay. your hand over mine like an alien. I do all the time. And get a knife and go through each <laughs> finger. And I hope I don't get stabbed. You'd probably like me to do that with my dick. I was going to catch it. No, I guess fucking weird. All right, so you don't like hypotheticals. I'm not a big fan of hypotheticals. It. I've never seen anybody hate anything as much as he hated hypotheticals. I instantly hate it because yeah. I, I could see me playing it, and I hate myself for playing it. Yeah. Oh, I think I won. I think that Fedor would have done very well oh. unless he had to face Cormier and he came up and wait. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, maybe all oh, Brock Lesnar, the best champ ever. No, I don't know. He is more of a wrestler. And I have a good imagination. You know I do. What would happen if Anderson Silva? Oh, we don't know. I love. I love <laughs> the right. what ifs. I love all that. I mean, one of those. Uh, my father used to did that way before night. Way before those. Well, maybe it was around the same sure. time. But he used to be like, "Who would win, uh, Colossus or the Hulk?" And I was a little kid. I'm like, "Oh, that's fun, Dad." I'm not playing that with Christopher. Yeah. Though. All right. All right, look, that's fair enough. I would Bruce Lee have beaten Fedor if they had pride rules? No, see, some stuff could be oh. fuzzy. Now I'm maybe thinking it. Uh, yeah, no, of course. But yeah, I maybe, do it all I, the time. maybe I just hated the Fedor one. All right. Hated it. Maybe he could actually, we could go to play hypothetical, but it might be so bad that I might hate it. We might not end up playing it. How about this? How, I'll, let me try <laughs> to come up with a hypothetical. Okay. Go ahead, Jimmy. All right, what if uh, USADA had never come into the UFC? And Jones and Cormier had fought when they were supposed to fight. What would have happened to that second episode of the podcast when the whole fucking thing fell apart? <laughs> All right, well that's see that's a that's a hard one. We won't, we'll never know the answer to that. All right, yeah. Would Bruce Buffer's leg have gotten messed up? That's well, who right. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um, all right. So listen. So this is an interesting. That's one. a monumental. Oh, there's more, though, oh, Jimmy. Oh, there's oh, more. Yeah, we got more here. Thank God that one almost took me out. Right. Chris is trying. Though. I respect this. Uh, six degrees. You of have separation, to, of yes. separation, right? You go from two fighters who you think have no connection and you connect them through their opponents. So the example that I worked out here is Uriah Faber to Brock Lesnar. You think okay, there's no way on. that they match. Uriah Faber right. to Brock Lesnar. It's tough, and I think this is probably just Much because more of Matt's, you, yeah, yeah, it's a Matt's alley because he has obviously a... But uh, wait, now, are you just picking out... Guy, oh, do you actually know there's? We'd a, have to, you I know, know actually that there is. We'd have to. Would we be able to? Now you must have to see their opponents first. Like you have lists of their opponents. Or, oh no, that would be too easy. Uh, right. To Brock Lesnar. Is that what we're doing? Are we playing it now? We can try to play it if you want. I, mean, I could just tell you, and we could use this as like an example one. But well, it's yeah. easier to go backwards from Brock because Brock has fought a lot less right. people. But how much is it like? Oh, he fought this one, that one, and that, and they're from the same camp. Is that a kind of lame thing? What do you mean? No, 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 no. no. It's literally like Uriah fought this person, this person fought the next person, all the way, and you get to Brock that way. 
Oh. So like I have it figured out, so I can tell you how the, this one works out. Do you want to hear one, or what do you want to sure. do with that, Jimmy? You try one. That's a hard one. That's good. <laughs> it's hard. They're going to be hard. I mean that that is going to yeah, because there's so many fights in different weight classes. Obviously, right. yeah. uh, well, that's the key to one like this, right? You go. How do you get from bantamweight to heavyweight? So you have to think of people that they fought that went up in weight. Yeah, that went up in weight. Well, right. um, okay, so I'm going to guess from Brock, it's Randy Couture because he also fought at light heavyweight. That's a good guess. It's not, but that was uh, while I was figuring it out. I was like, that could be the the path to it, but it's not Randy. Okay, so, unless there is. I mean, but the way that I figured it out is not that way. Yeah, you shouldn't tell until the end because there may be another path. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to guess it was. Uh, all right. Well, then it's got to be uh, Brock. Right. I think it's harder the way you're doing it to go from the the from Brock because he's only fought five people. It's much, oh, that's true. Right. So you have a very. So you have to say, okay, you've had Couture, you've had uh, a fucking uh, Frank. Uh, oh my God, uh, Frank Mir. Frank Mir twice. Right. So okay, so maybe it's Frank Mir, Cain Velasquez, or was it fucking uh, Shane Carwin? So all right, let's just say Frank Mir. It, yeah, it's Frank, okay, so Frank, Frank Mir is correct. That's okay. the way that I figured it out. Now Frank Mir. Hmm. We're, we're putting this where who he fought. Yeah, like who? But but Frank's a heavyweight. So did he ever fight in a different weight? I don't know. Why don't you give us one, and then we'll be ready for another one? Because this is fucking... This is hard. This is okay, crazy. so what do you mean? You want me to tell you how this... Oh, I've got out? one. How okay. about this? Uh, Johnny Hendricks to Tyron Woodley. What the- that, that, uh, yeah, I mean, you could do that, sure. Let's do it. That's a tough one. Wait a minute. How tough is that? <laughs> Simple. Jimmy's like, you yeah. moron. I'm like, okay. Uh, listen, give us an example with that. Who did okay. fight me? Is it, is it Nagara? Well, so here. So let me just, I'll go from Uriah to Brock. So Uriah Faber fought Tyson Griffin. Tyson Griffin fought Sean Shirk. Sean Shirk well, fought- so you're not giving weights. Oh, well, I didn't write down the Oh, list. sorry, but anyway. okay. So, but anyway, so but Tyson Griffin has fought at Bantamweight, and he's- uh, Fought at um, welterweight. Right, also, right, keep going right. with that. Go ahead. Well, uh, oh wait, Bantam and welter. Okay. So, Tyson Griffin fought Sean Shirk. Sean Shirk fought Nick Diaz. Wait, Bantam and welterweight. Um, Sean Shirk fought up at the welterweight. I'm sorry, and he went from lightweight to welterweight. Oh, lightweight. Oh, Griffin. I think he went from Bantam to welterweight. And I'm like Silva, and then Anderson Silva fought DC. Is that how you did exactly? It? Yes. There you go. So you figured it out, right? So yeah. Sean Shirk to Nick Diaz. Nick Diaz to Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva to Daniel Cormier, Cormier to Mir, Mir to Lesnar. And that's how you, that's oh, how it Oh, very good. Now, that's a six degree of separation, but there's sure something that could be I could do that in movies, but I can't do it in MMA. Let's Next do another one. Game. That was a good one. Let's do All another right. one. All right, let's do another how one. How about this? Fedor Emelianenko to Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> that's never happened. Huh? Yeah, sure it has. Oh, yeah, you could do it, actually. Sure, you could right. do You go Fedor to uh, Verdum, Verdum to Kane. Kane to Brock. There you go. Very easy. Very easy. See, so there you go. So some could be like that. Some could be a little tougher. What do you think, Matt? Matt hates it. I think. What if? Fun. Maybe we'll mess around with it. Listen, yeah. I think Matt's a lot not of we're convinced. Have to, I listen. That's a tough I, sell. I, let's go to the next one. I'm, I'm enjoying so far two out of the uh, four. Let's go. All right. Uh, fantasy drafts. This is something that's like much more easy. It's much more subjective. If he looks at me. We could pick a team of three to five fighters based on a variety of categories. So you can go all time middleweights, all time knockout artists. But what do we what do you mean? Literally I, I, just pick your team. It's like the Mount Rushmore kind of thing. You know what I mean? Where you pick no, your top five mean? middleweights, your top what five. What does that have to, what does that mean though? Like what do you mean you pick them and then what? I never once did a fantasy football thing. I don't watch football. No, no, this is about just picking the best of, uh, like, who's your favorite middleweights, your top three middleweights of all time. Right. Now, do we each write it down and then compare notes? Yeah, we could do that, sure. That doesn't sound like a bad idea. Right. Like, how about this? Who's your top three heavyweights? I'm just going to say Frank Mir, Brock Lesnar, and Cain Velasquez, just because you just said it. There you go. I'm kidding, they're not. Oh. All right, that's an interesting game. Right. Yeah, and then what we do is we each write them down. And then we debate. What's and the, then at the end, Matt chokes me. What's the, what's the name Perfect. of the, and then, Because guess who I'm putting as my top welterweight of, of all one? time? Oh, look at this. The Terra. Thank you so Matt's much. Matt's Thank you. Thank you. Wait, what's the name of that game? I mean, uh, no name name pending. I mean, it's just like... No, you know, not name pending. Let's think of it. How about... Um, 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 uh, who do you like? Yeah, how about... Uh, uh, how about... Uh, 
The Mount Rushmore of men who've been fighting for a while? That's what, about, what about your favorite woman concise? fighter, though? That's kind of That's sexist. a good point. Yeah, how about, uh, yeah. Jim Fantasy fighters? That no, just sounds creepy. Like you're tugging your penis. <laughs> 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 All right, well, listen. I um, think we'll call it the Mount Rushmore of people who've been fighting. Mount Rushmore? Where's that? Mount, Mount Rushmore. <laughs> it's good. Sometimes it's good to have an old, uh, extra big name because it's funny. Yes. What else do we got? Do you have more segments? Stuff? Yes, we, we got three more. All right? oh, well, this is fun. Okay. Let's see what okay. we got. I, th- I think that one's going to be fun. I, th- nice I don't think you're wrong. Matt will be better at that than I because he'll know more fighters. That might change yeah, my mind know. a lot on who I like. Yeah. It's all right. Don't do welterweights. That's an awkward one. Yeah, I'm just going to say, me, 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 me. <laughs> um, <laughs> how many can you name? Uh, what? Son of a bitch. We can go back and forth. So say, say we're trying to figure oh. out how many GSP wins are we trying to name. We could do it one of two ways. You guys can go back and forth until somebody can't Matt would kill me it. on that one. Yeah, I mean, these favor Matt, obviously. Like all of them Why? You'd kill me. Um, Why? Or we could do it like name that tune type of thing, where you can go, I can name three GSP opponents, and Matt go, well, I can name five. And you go, okay, name five. You know, when you don't think that you can do it anymore. Or if you don't think Matt can do it. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy's mad. I'm glad this is being filmed. Jimmy's fucking funny. No, I'm thinking. I'm not making funny. I don't know if you're just making me laugh. Cause you, you, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> what? What? It's I don't explain it again. I'm <laughs> Why do I feel fucking? So funny? there's two ways we could do it. Where say we're trying to figure out how many GSP wins can you name? You can either go back and forth where Jim goes, well, I can name Michael Bisping, and then you could say Matt Sarah, whatever. You oh, guys can right. go back. It's, and It doesn't forth. have to be anything specific. Just wins. Just wins. Or we could do it. It's called like, you know, name that tune type of thing where right. Jim can go, I can name three of them. And you can go, well, I can name four. What do you mean? Go, what do you mean name that they tune? They name four wins or what five wins. What fucking tune are you talking about? It's just the style of it. What like name that tune it? where you go, I can name that song in but, three seconds or yeah, four seconds. Yeah, but that's a song. Time. It's a tune. This ain't a tune. Yeah. Okay. Well, so then maybe that's maybe that's not the way we do it. That's maybe a we just maybe. go back and forth. Something. Okay. All right. So wait, you're confusing me with the name of it. You can't say name that tune. Okay. I'm sorry. There's no mute. No, you It's just the style. Name that fight. I don't like the name of that. All right, don't worry about that. I will debate. That's a maybe. It's not okay. a bad idea, though. All right. Maybe. I like that better than some other ones. Go ahead. Uh, and this one's potentially for guests. Like, when we have guests in, we try to get okay. people that All like right, the cool. UFC. They, know are, they the better UFC. like it. Cool. It could be a five-question, like, quiz that we give everybody escalating in difficulties. So like okay. The, you know what I mean? Let's so, have an example. Well, whatever. So, like, the first one could just be an easy one and say, you know, who's uh, the only fighter to hold... Titles and can say in weight classes at the same time. I know, and I bang my almonds if I have an answer. Uh-huh. Who, Jimmy? I, was gonna, I guess gonna be uh, Connor. Yeah, okay. that's right. So then, but anyway, so then we can do five questions and it can get harder as time goes. Give me the second goes one. On. I don't know. Come I didn't on. even think of the five questions. I we want can, the second one. Well, we right. could figure them out together. I don't right, know. Well, well, we can't figure it out together because then we. Why can't we play that game? Well, you could, but I mean, once you do it once, it, it'd be interesting to see when the guests come in. We could keep a track and say, "Oh, this guest got be all five or all you know." Yeah, but got it can't be that you're using the same questions for them. It'd be the same questions for every guest. I mean, hear they it. heard. I mean, what they heard it. They might have heard that. What do you yeah, think we have to mix yeah. up the questions. All right, so we can have a couple of different five ones, difficulty. What? The, the difficulty. That's what we we'll call it. Difficulty. Okay. Difficulty. Difficulty. Fucking worst name ever. <laughs> difficulty. All right, let's play difficulty. Difficulty. That's how you say it. Oh, that's clever. Diffi- All right, let's say it again. Difficulty. 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 So go ahead. What's the go on now? All right. What's so we do like that one. We don't like that one. That's we can work on it. I like that one. But okay. what was the, it? Was I'm getting them all confused. This one is the you said the name the name the. Uh, no, this is not name that tune. This is the questions. Let me feel the finger. <laughs> this is the uh, this is where the five questions get harder. And harder. Oh, that one. Progress. Yeah. How about um, for guests? Um, yes. How about uh, um, questioning progressives? Questioning progressives. Sure. That's great. Sounds like a Fox News show. It's not yeah. a. I think that one could be <laughs> fun because we don't got to do nothing. And we can, yeah. if they don't know anything. We'll be like, ah, you don't really watch. You suck. You never invited back. We can ask those to each other. <sighs> I like those. The top five questions. I, you could make up a million ones. What's yeah. that? We could just the five questions in, in, le, in levels of difficulty. Yeah, Matt and I, play I think for, that's fun. We play for hugs. I think people would uh, kill at it. Well, like when Everlast was in, Everlast probably going to get a Everlast, lot of He was no, good. No, no. I, I, and who I, was I, the I, actor that was in? It was great. Uh, Alex Ponovich. Yeah, awesome. he probably you know, too. You know who Chuck Zito would do? Why do you got to tell? I was about to say it. Oh, come on. Go ahead, Matt. Say we'll, interrupting we'll, Chris. We'll cut that out. Go, who, who, Matt? Chuck Zito would do. Ah, good very guess. Good he'd, do very good at that. he'd be very good at that game. He's a big-handed man, I was man, trying Chuck to say Zito. that. I like Chuck Zito a lot. I do, too. He's a nice guy. You know? I love Chuck Zito. He's a big-handed fellow. 
right. Not, I had to get slapped by Chuck Zito. Oh, yeah. He's got he, big mitts. Chuck Zito's a, a, a warm guy. He is. He's a very he's I a like, killer. I like Chuck a lot. Most killers a, are nice guys because they, they don't have to worry. Oh, yeah. yeah he's really and nice. He's not afraid of anybody, so he doesn't have to be a tough guy. He's just a nice fellow. I, I told you, I sat next to a UFC fight once. And his fucking legs are just kind of like spray. He's a big guy. So he's taking up the seat and he's in my space a little. And I, was, I had to say something. Uh, so I was like, it's good to see you. <laughs> and that was what I said. And I curled up on the other side of the chair yeah. and shut my beta face. <laughs> there, yeah. You bet I did. <laughs> I like Chuck. Right, we got to have him back in here soon. Anytime. What, what's the last one? Well, the last one is really just repurposing our Matt's movie minute. I don't but like maybe do it more. Uh, you know, maybe make it more timely. Like, have you watched movies ahead of time? Even maybe if we can get some screeners or whatever, and have you do a little review. <gasps> what, dude? That would be so. If great. possible, you know. Okay. Well, can't you guys like? Uh, well, I'd be have to do a no spoiler review if it's I get an early screen. You can't spoil it. I won't spoil it. But yeah, I you couldn't say it. what happened. But right. this, what's great about this? Mm-hmm. Is that I was gonna go see Justice League the other day, and my wife gave me some major shit. Like, you no, know it's nice about my wife liking a lot of stuff that I. Jimmy, what? What are you doing? Sorry, I'm talking. I didn't realize it was that loud. I apologize. You're being a, like a bad. I, no, I, I, I didn't. Say, I you're actually, being a bad friend. I didn't mean to do it, but I. I did. <laughs> like a little kid, you're not being a good friend. No, but dude, just the crisp noise of it. Like a little I can't moron. get over the noise of it. I can go get ahead. Over my apologies. I was going to see, this is not really riveting. No, you're talking about your wife in the movies. Well, she likes the same movies as me. Which is helpful. So I can't, but, but sometimes I got to say, honey, I got to go to this early screener. It's part of a bit we're yep. doing for the podcast. Chris, the producer, stop teasing me with that. Let's make that happen. Okay, yep. yeah. Something right. we can work on. Yeah, if you like that, we can do it. I, I, have, like a, I have a better idea. What, Jimmy? How about we give Matt the new superhero movies, but to avoid spoilers, we cut out the last 17 minutes of them. Yeah, that's probably the best Wait, way to so do it. Yeah. do it. That's the third act. <laughs> <laughs> they got to fight Steppenwolf in the, new, in the new Justice League. They fight. Oh, Steppenwolf. the band? No, no, it's oh, not the okay. band. Not an awful. Man. But no, this is not him. It's awful. The Hulk it, versus REM. It fucking <laughs> but uh, it, let me tell you, I'm excited about that movie because I like. I heard it wasn't like great. That. That's not cool for you. I'm not saying that. I just heard. It. Is it out Who, yet? Who'd you hear yeah, from? A, the new Justice League. Who'd you hear from? Mr. Rotten Just Tomatoes. fans. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Just fans. We interviewed one of the guys who plays Cyclops. He plays Cyborg. That's Cyborg, right. that's sorry. Disrespectful, that's, again, I liked him a lot. Well, let me tell you, Cyclops is from X-Men. Marvel. Yes. This is DC's big, it's their time to shine. Fine. And I'm a Marvel guy. I'll say you are. <laughs> marvelous guy. I didn't say marvelous. <laughs> you should have. But uh, Jimmy, yes. uh, I, I'm excited about that because DC needs a hit. Yeah, they do, and uh, I think uh, I heard from some nerds. Like I, I watch, I watch like, like some of those nerd like sites, like Collider. Mm-hmm. Weird Collider. No, it's good. It's a bunch of it's Colitis a bunch, is a good site. It, no, that's oh. I bet it is. But these guys, it's like a nerd. It's like it's like my people, like a bunch of nerdy people, like Kevin Smith type people, sure, sure. like they're really adults that are into that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So they liked, it. and by them liking it, I'm like, all right, I'll like it because these these are geeky guys. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah, 100%. Because I might really seem like a, like a real badass, a hardcore, um, savage guy. Yeah, you do. Do I, Jimmy? Uh-huh. I feel like I'm a big teddy bear. You are both. Okay. But my point you wear is- different hats. I do like, I do like a good, good uh, comic book movie. Yeah, I do too. Okay. All right, so what are, are we Is done with it? the segments? Yeah, I feel All like right. we, that was pretty good, right? We got some good ideas well, out now, of that. When are we going to start delving into this? Yeah, we'll start working them in. I don't know. I'll figure it out when you I'm know? doing my rundowns and whatnot. Because I want to, I, I like to, I like to spice things up. You yeah, know what I mean? for sure. Jimmy, Jimmy yeah, I don't. I like it spicy. Just like now, you got, you got me thinking of the Chick Fil A spicy chicken sandwich. I don't fuck. Oh, with. It's so good. It is good. I'm such a fat guy. I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do one of those New Year resolutions. Okay. So I got a couple months to be a fat guy. Enjoy yourself, buddy. You look good, yeah, Jimmy. I look good to you. You look good, my. Just eyes. like my wife says that. Oh, you, you know, you look, you look good for, to me. You know, that's good though, because I just have to sleep with her. You know, that's all that matters, buddy. It's fun. All right, listen, uh, guys. Have a great Thanksgiving. Happy, happy Turkey Day. <laughs> uh, do we have to plug some fights? Uh, yes, actually. So yes! This- Thank you, Matt, for fucking stepping in. Uh, stepping wolf. Chris wasn't going to do it. Uh, Chris is like, he's tired of plugging shit. So yeah. UFC Fight Night, Bisping versus Gaslam is Saturday the 25th from Shanghai, China. Now, the UFC uh, Fight Pass main card 
begins at 7 a.m. Normally, they will acquiesce to American times. But China, what was there, 38 billion people there? That's a bigger market. So they're trying to get the Chinese market, the Asian market. I don't blame them. Amazing uh, fights. Uh, Bisping versus uh, Kevin Gastelum, of course. Alice Caceres is on there against, uh, how do you say his name? Uh, Wang Guan? Yep. You got it. And uh, Muslim Salikov against Alex Garcia. Yeah, and that Li Jinglong, Li Jinglong Zach Otto fight is going to be a pretty fun. A fight very good there. fight, welterweights. So, uh, and of course, Bisping has stepped in for Anderson Silva, yep. who, uh, you know, got popped. Matt, who's the, uh, look who's the main event of the prelims, which, by the way, started at a quarter to 4 a.m. Eastern. Perfect, perfect time. Uh, yeah, I don't care. I might stay up and watch that. Zabit Magomed Shaparov is uh, back after his debut. Now let's play a game. Who, who's he fighting? He's one of my segment Shaparov, ideas. Uh, Shaman Marais. Here's my, uh, my, my segment ideas. Fighters that Chris will say just because he can pronounce their name and we can't. That would be one of them. There you go. <laughs> say his name again. Uh, Zabit Magomed Sharapov. He's such a funny show. I know he is. It's like Alex Trebek makes me sick. He's good. He's, he's, well, that's why he's sitting over there mm-hmm. in that seat. But uh, Zabit, man, he had a great debut. This is his... Uh, he did. How did he win that fight? fight. He... Did he, did he finish it? Yeah, it was a rear naked check. Yeah, he's slick, man. He is slick, and uh, Coach Mark Henry can't talk enough about him. So I'm excited for that. I love the fights. I love a good turkey dinner. I'm not a big turkey guy, but you know my wife makes a mean ass lasagna. So my wife makes a lasagna, Jimmy. That it is just layers of goodness. Okay. Happy Thanksgiving, buddy. You too, Happy man. Turkey Day. Chris, uh, Chris nice producer, uh, I'm thankful for this show and for you. And for you. Oh, that's so nice. Me too. I, I love working with you guys. It's great. Enough yeah, flowers. Way too, way too. <laughs> I'm not thankful for it. You're not thankful for what, Jimmy? I'm too cool to be thankful. Yeah, man. I, I totally just let my uh, toughness down for a second. That's all right. It was awful. Right? I got I to gotta balance things it. out. Fuck you guys. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to see you guys soon. Thank you, uh, UFC Unfiltered Audience. Yeah, we, we appreciate We love you. you. We're thankful for you. We are. All right. Yeah, bye. Bye. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.